Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast and today we're going to be discussing death to the ping pong table, what you should and shouldn't provide as perks in the workplace. Now it's a grey old day here in Sydney. I'm in our Sydney office with one of our legendary client consultants, Anu. Blair is in his home office in Christchurch. And uh, still great, don't worry. It's still great. It's nice and sunny here, but it's just not raining. Um, and that's all right. Before we jump into the topic, um, we're—I think we're officially Australian property developers, Blair. Hey, criminals! I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, our ratings were going so well. (laughs) I think there's always going to be a bit of rivalry there. But yeah, yeah, you're right, let's just talk about it for a minute. Yeah, so essentially what what happened is we released our first Australian property development, 600 Browns Plains Road in Brisbane. Uh, It's actually called, what was the suburb called? Marsden? Marsden. Anyway, semantics. It's 27 townhouses, um, two-bedroom townhouses with carports starting from... 439,000 and three bedroom townhouses with garages starting from 549,000 and we sold our first five on release day so fantastic result Uh, it shows that the Williams Corporation product is wanted and needed in the Australian marketplace we've submitted for our DA which means development approval Um, And then we are about to submit for our BA, which is building approval. And I think we're starting in like three months. Um, So look, sales are underway. We're officially across the ditch. Just putting it out there, I reckon the most terrifying thing about developing in Australia is the fucking snakes. (laughs) Oh no, when (laughs) I did the site visit, there was a spider, honestly the size of my head on the site. I was like... In New Zealand, no snakes, no spiders. Whereas in like Brisbane, you're walking through like knee high grass where like you're told, hey, be careful New of Zealand all snakes. New Zealand has the worst snake of them all, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to slip that in. Um, okay, right, let's get into the topic. Now, yeah, so the topic today is all about our opinion um, and also sort of what we've done in practice and what we've sort of might have implemented then changed as far as what what is a valid perk to give employees at work what sort of overkill um what we're seeing in the workplaces around new zealand and the world whether that be related to COVID changes or not um and essentially it's the it's the all came about oh, i don't know when it would have happened but sort of when was tech google. was booming it was google when tech started. was booming the google the amazons all those sorts of things and it i'm not sure if you've watched the movie it's bloody hilarious if you haven't it's called the internship it's the internship or the intern, but it's got um, Owen Wilson and um, the guy that he's always in movies with, and they apply to do an internship at Google. And it's all about the whole, well, it's not all about this, but they start to get blown away by, because they used to work as just salespeople, like your traditional sort of baby boomer, sort of your brown suit, selling watches, jewelry, cars, vacuum cleaners, mattresses, all of that. And they go into Google for this internship. And they go to get a coffee on the first day, and they're just like, oh, how much is the coffee? Oh, no, it's free, so you can have the coffee. So what about the bagels? Are they free? Yes, so you can have a bagel too. So what about this? He's like, everything you see here is free, sir. As an employee of Google, you can have free food and coffee as much as you want. 
And then, like, as the movie goes on, they've got sort of more perks like that, little, like, sleep pods, ping-pong tables, the slides to get from the first floor of the office building down to the ground floor. And it's uh, that whole notion of everyone having, like, foosball tables and ping-pong tables and gaming machines and all that. So this episode is around, what do we think of that? Is that good for employee morale? Does that make people feel wanted, valued, refreshed while they work harder? Or is it just consumer bullshit where doesn't really help it just distracts people well i have an opinion on this obviously and what my opinion is is i want people at williams corporation who love their work right as far as i'm concerned you should have a clean office a good coffee machine a desk that you can sit at for eight hours or stand at and be comfortable a good computer some big monitors and the ability to just crank through your work. I want a professional, let's use um, a draftsman, right? I want a draftsman who really loves the loves Williams Corp product, loves making sites work, loves doing accurate details, good quality plans, and they come to work and they get their happiness and their satisfaction through doing an exceptional job of their work. And I think when you attract people into your business with things like free food, ping pong tables, you're getting people who aren't in love with the work and you'll have the wrong people. Like, it's, work is not, it's not a holiday camp, right? Work is a place where we are, we are building a billion dollar work, in, or 950 million. We're building 950 million dollars worth of property. Customers are relying on us to make, to deliver possibly the largest purchase they'll ever make. And we need professionals in there getting it done. End of. No fucking ping pong tables. And I think we, um, we actually made a really good point, which you probably didn't realize. I think as an employee, owe your employees a productive workplace and it's like you said you want them to have a good computer not one that's pretty slow if their job is beneficial to have two monitors get them two monitors not one make sure you've got high speed internet at your office make sure the printer works make sure like you said if they like a standing desk fork out the money to give them a standing desk and instead of giving the money to a ping pong table actually have better computers better monitors better desks faster internet really good coffee machine to get people productive and I think it's a two-pronged approach it's one the business should benefit if people are more productive can work in a faster manner but also even outside of work if you watch anybody do anything on a slow computer or a slow internet connection the frustration and anguish that causes that must flow through to the workplace where even if you're not even if you're not super passionate about your job and you are someone that just likes to show up doing your eight hours I guarantee that person will be happier at work if they don't want to smash the screen because the internet keeps dropping out every two hours. 100%. But I think you, a perk you, has actually been like, what do you need as an employee to be more productive? One, to help the business, and two, to help yourself feel better at work, not feel frustrated by inefficiencies in how you're doing your job. If you do your, if you're a true professional, you love your craft, you educate yourself to be exceptional at what you do, and you get satisfaction by delivering your craft in an exceptional manner. And the people, and hey look, there are some businesses where the whole slides and ping pong tables works for them, right? That's their culture. Cool, 
Like, I'm a free market capitalist. You do you. And even going back to my wee dig on Jacinda, if you like Jacinda, that's awesome. I'm a free market capitalist, right? If you like her, that's great. You do you. Do you. But what I see is the biggest problem in the Western world is we have a productivity issue. And the reason we have a productivity issue is because people have forgotten that work is for productivity. No, you're bang <laughs> like, on, I think. People, like, and it's a real um, catch-22 because as an employer, you generally want to pay your staff well and pay them more, but also it's hard to create wage growth when costs are going up, uh, margins are being squeezed, and the only way to fix it is by increasing productivity. Because, for 100%. example, if you can do more work with less people or the same work with less people, you make more money, there's more to go around. At the moment, we're measuring the economy on GDP, which is just essentially the value of everything. And we say the economy is going well because GDP is going up. But we might have literally employed, I don't know, 2,000 people in government doing God knows what, workplace diversity reports, not really producing anything or doing sort of tangible benefit to the economy. But somehow the economy is doing better because these people are in employment. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's productive like, output. Yeah, it's like Henry matters. Ford. You just want to track how many Fords can we make in a day with what labour cost and how long does it take to make each one. It was actually better than that. Henry Ford, it was either Henry Ford or Carnegie, it might have been Carnegie, where he competed the night shift and the day shift against each other every day. Yeah, they had a score on the floor, didn't they? On the floor. I'm pretty sure it might have been Carnegie. Or, I don't know. Anyway, I think semantics. it was Henry Ford. And yeah. He was, was he the one that started offering, was it $4 a day? $5 or, a day. Guaranteed yeah. $5 a day. And he had um, he had queues of people the next morning outside his factory because he had a productive business. So he's like, I can add, he's like I've got a productive business that can make money. My biggest limitation is finding skilled labor or just labor in general. But because I'm productive, I can pay more than what the rest of the market can. So I'm going to advertise and say, here at Ford Motor Company, we pay $4 a day. And he literally had an influx of people wanting to work for him. What do you think the lowest paid Williams Corporation employee in New Zealand gets a day? Oh, it'd, be, it'd be way over um, the living wage. Yeah. $260 a day is our lowest paid employee. On a working day? In a working day, yeah. Yeah. There's about 250 working days in a year, and I think our lowest paid employee is on 65 grand. Yeah, it'd be something like that. Roughly. But Isn't that an amazing inflation, considering Henry Ford only yeah. existed two people ago? Yeah, two generations ago for $4 <laughs> a day. Well, I mean four pounds, so call it eight bucks. No, it was five. It was $5 a day. It wasn't yeah. four. I just thought it was something. It sounded cheap anyway. Yeah. Well, no, back then, though, that was a lot of money. Oh, Yeah. I can't um, believe the cost of things at the moment, but I suppose it's the whole, as far as getting back to the topic about productivity and what we think is important in a workplace, I really do think it's just giving employees a productive manner to do their work. And it's not just office-based jobs. It could be like if you're a builder on, um, on site and you have an apprentice or you have somewhere you need to provide tools for them, make sure they have good tools. Make sure they yeah. have adequate spare batteries and lots of charges, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure they have high quality drill bits that don't break constantly. When so I you... was on the tools, I used to arrive, when I was back when I was an apprentice, I used to arrive 20 minutes before everyone else 
and I would set up all the extension cords, all the power tools, all the batteries on charge, everything all set up, tools out for the day, um, drop source set up, everything ready to go. So when the qualified builders arrived, let's say there was four of them that were all double my wage, they could just start working straight away. Like it's about it's creating. But the main thing is, I, I agree with what you said before, but I want to just repeat my point. I want to attract, and when I say I, I mean we, Williams Corporation, only wants to attract people who love their craft and want to do their craft and want to be exceptional at what they do. I don't want someone, if someone says, oh, um, I'll sign, but I want my holidays to be um, nine weeks in a year instead of six, right? It's like, no, leave. Or it's the whole, like, do I get people messaging the company? It's like, do you offer work from home work opportunities? It's like, you clearly don't care about the business, probably not your craft, probably not being surrounded by other like-minded individuals. You just want to get paid slightly more than the dole through working about two hours a day from your office whilst claiming you're let's working full time. Let's just have this unpopular argument right now. Oh, they've already had there, it. They've had it said many a times that it's bullshit. Let's say it's it not again. sustainable. Working from home is bullshit. There is something beautiful about when you work in, walk into a functioning Williams Corp office and you have the architects, you have the salespeople, you have the um, project managers, QSs, everyone all coming together, marketing team, discussing things, collaborating, getting stuff done. It is beautiful. It's like watching someone paint a picture. It's art. You do not get that working from home. And it's so much more productive. So much more productive. So what perks do you do we give that would be seen as above industry standard? Um, payment. <laughs> I suppose it's like payment, having a nice place to work as far as like we could have cheaper offices and things but it's like once an office sort of gets to a certain point of maturity we do overspend on making sure we have a nice office i think we do offer a degree of flexibility where we don't it's more like if someone's like hey i need next thursday off to go fishing we don't say oh no you, you can't because this is due as sort of as long as no one's like abusing that if someone does just ad hocly need a day off for whatever reason we don't sweat the small stuff in that regard yeah, I agree. So I think Williams Corporation pays above our market salaries slash bonuses, above market office environments. So Williams Corporation office is normally A grade. And that's it. I reckon flexibility. Like I said, it's not flexibility as far as like people working from home, but it's as far as when just people have stuff that happens in life and need a day off here and they're invited somewhere or whatever. It'd be very mm. rare we decline annual leave. Agree. Very rare. But no slides, no ping pong tables, no bullshit. Yeah. I reckon that's nailed the topic. We're 15 minutes. I reckon we nailed it. I'm not sure that what else we can add value to. We do also have um, we do have drinks at the office. Oh, social session. Do you want to just yeah. give everyone a quick summary of what social session is? Yeah, so social session is every Tuesday um, from the hours of 4 till 5. Everyone sort of stops work. And it's not compulsory, it's sort of advised to, and it's just we get it's some almost cleaner. compulsory. Yeah, we get some catering brought in, have some drinks, whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and it's just meant to be sort of a, an hour where you're not expected to work, but you're still within work hours, um, just to talk to your peers, hang out, relax, have some food, have some drinks, 
or work in a more relaxed setting if you've still got stuff you want to do. Mm. Especially because yeah. Tuesdays generally when we have our company meetings, so you can feel a bit brutalised by the end of the day. So it's nice just to sort of finish narrowly and sort of have more of a, a social connection time. And, it, and it's probably the one key time for different departments to meet each other and find out who the people are that are completing each part of the process. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a nice part of it. Right, we nailed it. Fucking legends. Hey guys, you know the fee. If you took value from this episode, please share it with one like-minded friend. Um, if you took lots of value from the episode, please rate the, rate the podcast. Other than that, we appreciate you listening and have a great day.